welcome to the She Sits at His Feet podcast with me, Cicely Renee, and we talk about Christian lifestyle and creative well-being. I'm super excited that you are here, and we are going to dive right on in. Let's get started. Have you ever just took the time to sit and reflect on the moment that you are in? that you are in a position or the space that you prayed about a while ago, maybe 10 years ago, maybe yesterday or, you know, a week ago, and now you are living in your prayer. How amazing is that? I was reflecting the other day about how about eight to nine months ago, I was praying that I could work from home or, you know, spend majority of my time being able to sit at his feet, you know, uninterrupted, unrushed, you guys. And here I am able to spend hours studying. Sometimes I don't spend hours studying, but I do have that opportunity. Like throughout the whole entire day, I'm able to, you know, converse with God and, you know, walk and talk with him. Um, Previously, like I was a busy person. I was constantly on the go. I woke up super early, you know, was rushing, getting dressed, running out, driving. Then it's just like on the go, on the go, because I was a teacher. And, you know, just even my whole entire life, I just was always busy. And because I was so busy, I did not make room for God and, you know, communion with him. And I could see how that affected me health-wise, mentally, you know, even just like my day-to-day, like I was struggling. And it, it looked it was everything was going well because I'm like I have a job I'm you know meeting up with people I'm doing this that and the other but then I was just like reflecting I was like I was always sick I was constantly sick and I was dealing with stress I was dealing with depression and anxiety I had stomach ulcers at all these things because I was not intentional with my time with God like I just did not make time and God just wants us to want him and to spend time with him and you know when you start having those desires he will definitely give you those desires like let's so I wrote a book called living with God in the season of ambiguity and you know there's this section called a deeper connection with God and I talk about the transition from me time to God time and how it changed my life Um, one thing I wrote in there was that the, the goal here was to take notes and live it out loud my conversations started changing my behavior was shifting I became a different person and so God you know allowed this change to happen because my store closed and I was like I don't want to go back to teaching I don't want to go back to stressing I don't want to go back to just always being busy just for the sake of being busy I wanted peace like my whole entire life I was busy and I was just like 
I'm tired. I want to relax. And I want to spend all this time with my father, my heavenly father. And so, you know, he could read what was going on inside of me. I prayed. I was just like, God, I do not want to be, you know, super involved all the time. I don't want to, you know, always feel like I have to strive to do something. You know, when you work, they want you to, you know, meet certain goals and quotas. And, you know, that's cool because you're working for them. But I'm also like, you know what? I, I'd rather spend this time with God, <laughs> you know? And so I was, I was blessed to be able to do that. And so recently in my study time, you know, I, um, I'm currently reading the Bible through the year, like reading the whole entire Bible in 52 weeks. And, you know, we're in this section where we're reading numbers and, you know, I just finished Exodus and Leviticus. And so numbers is all about, you know, their life in the wilderness. And I was just like, yo, I'm in the wilderness. Right now I'm in the wilderness. And, you know, I'm at a point where in my life where I'm just like, I'm in between the next stage of whatever is going to happen. And so I'm reading about their journey. And I was just like, I felt so bad because I'm just like, the Israelites just could not journey well. They they were stressed. They were mad. They were angry. They were displeased. They just did not believe in God. There was no trust. They were just, there's so much complaining. And I'm just like, in this period, God is preparing he, you for whatever is to come, right? He is pruning, he is training, or at least he's trying to get that in you, right? But the people just kept complaining and worshiping idols and just, you know, not living for God and not, you know, believing that he will take them to the promised land. So, you know, they're in the wilderness for 40 years, right? And so, they're like, yo, we we just were in we were in Egypt. Yeah, we were slaves, but we had food, we had shelter, we were good. And I'm just like, were you really good? <laughs> Was that something you wanted to really do? No. And they're like, but now we're in the wilderness and you know, we're only eating manna, which is a gift from God. And I'm just like, you didn't have to go and work for that man. I kind of gave that to you. And so it just made me reflect on how I'm journeying through my wilderness. And so I'm just like, I feel like I'm, you know, in, a, in the wilderness, in the wilderness, like just deep down, right? Just and I want to make sure that I'm not complaining. I want to make sure that I'm learning. I'm growing. I am, you know, doing whatever needs to happen so that I can be this new creation for wherever God has taken me. And so he literally is not trying to bring these. Oh, so like, think about the uh, verse where you can't put new uh, wine into old skin. It's going to burst, right? God does not want to put all this old behavior, this you know, bad character, this complaining into this land that is filled with milk and honey. You guys, if you have not read Exodus, or not Exodus, but Numbers, oh my gosh, it is, the whole book, the whole Bible is just amazing, but Numbers was just like, wow, oh my gosh, you know, and so 
I'm like, I'm, I'm loving reading this and diving deep into what is being said. So if you're like me in the wilderness, you know, living in a season of ambiguity and not knowing what's going to happen, you're in those, that in-between stage, you know, God is preparing. He wants to do a new thing in your life. And it's all up to us and how we go through this journey. Are we going to journey well or are we going to journey bad? And so I just, you know, want to talk to you guys about, you know, how to journey bad because we do not want to do this. We do not want to do this. Okay. Um, so the first thing is, you know, if we are going to journey bad, this is, man, this is a warning. <laughs> um, so listening to everyone but God. Okay. So if you're listening to everybody, but the promises of God. And if you're not listening to the people who are aligned with God, then you're going to have a problem, right? So in Numbers, you know, verses, or chapter 13, verses 26 through 33, you know, God told Moses to send 12 spies to the land of Canaan. And these 12 spies were there for 40 days and they scouted it. It was filled with milk and honey and it was huge. It was plentiful. There was one point where that there's two men that that cut a cluster of grapes from i guess whatever the vine and they had to carry it on a pole there were two people that had to carry a cluster of grapes on a pole can you imagine how amazing that would be oh, oh my gosh okay and so when they came back the spies you know saw so much you know, they saw the people that were living there and there are about 10 of them that were just like, you know what, this is horrible. We are not going to survive. The land devours the people. You got the, the people like the, um, what are they called? The, uh, oh my gosh, what is the, the Nephilim and they're going to kill us. They, you know, there's one part in there where they were like, we seem like grasshoppers and we would seem like that to them as well. And so that was them putting that on them because the Nephilim didn't see them. And you know, God, what? God is bigger, right? And so they lied, they exaggerated and, you know, that messed them up. But there was Caleb who was like, no, we've got this. We can go possess a land. Let's go do this right now. And, you know, his you know, conversation was aligned to God's promises, right? God he said that you guys are going to conquer this land. You guys are going to possess this land. And Caleb was aligned with that. He was full of faith. And then the rest of them were filled with fear. And so all the Israelites ended up listening to the people that were filled with fear. And what did that do to them? It stopped them from going to their promised land, you guys. So you have to be careful with who you are listening to. Are they lying? Are they exaggerating? That is the, the trick of the enemy. The enemy does not want you to go forth. He's going to make things seem, you know, either less than you, right? Or something that you cannot, you know, conquer. But if you are aligned with God and his word and you are, you know, filled with faith, then you are good to go. All right. The next way to journey bad is to complain. 
do you know how much these people complain? And I have been known for my complaining lifestyle, which I have been working on because I remember this man was like, you complain a lot. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. I did not want to be seen as a complainer because I'm just like, that's annoying, right? <laughs> Have you ever spent time with someone who just always complained about everything? The air, you know, their foot or, you know, the dog that's across the street or just, just random stuff. They always complain about everything. You know, this is all about attitude and character, you know, your behavior. And so... The reasons why you complain is that you don't trust God, you don't want to, to do it God's way, you know, or you just don't want to do the work. Like God has a plan for you, right? And of course, it's not going to be easy. But if you are complaining and just focusing on what is happening right now, rather than the future, the promise, then you're going to mess up this journey. You're That is how you're journeying bad, okay? Um, and so, you know, it just reminded me, like, so when God provided the manna, what I remember in the scripture, they were like, we despise this manna. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this was a blessing. How can you? And so I always think about, uh, a lot of other people as well. Like, you know, like they complain about their blessings and I'm just like, okay, God, I'm focusing, making sure that I do not complain about my blessings you know, count your blessings daily. Um, and then the next one is, you know, not obeying God. And throughout the whole book, it's just, God is just like, obeys, obey me and follow my commands, right? And so a lot of the people just did not obey. Um, we just, people just wanted to do it their way. They wanted to do it fast and take shortcuts, right? Um for some reason, sometimes we think we can do it better than God. And that is a lie. There's one particular uh, scripture that just blew my mind because I just, I, I felt bad. <laughs> I felt so bad. Um, but there was in chapter 14 of Numbers, uh, the, this man was out picking up sticks or something, breaking the Sabbath, right? And so God was like, this is part of our, you know, this is one of the commands, you know, keep the Sabbath holy. Um, and so he ended up getting stoned to death. And I'm just like, what? You just obedience. And it's something simple as that. Like one, there's so many things I have to say about that because I was thinking, you know, the simplest thing can affect you, you know, affect you and other people. So I was also thinking about the people that, you know, brought the man to Moses talking about he's picking up sticks or working on the Sabbath because, you know, they may seem to be doing right, but is it in an envious, you know, manner? Is it really, truly, like, are you really concerned about his well-being? Um, because I'm just like, you might have been in the right because you, you know, said you're not supposed to work on the Sabbath, but it's also like judging them, right? And so I made a comparison the other day where I was like, um, yeah, sure, you have the green light, you have the green light, you are to go, but someone may not be paying attention and accidentally run through the red light. But you have time to stop and slow down. But you, because you're in the right, 
you're just going to keep going because you're like, well, I could, I will get, I'll get, you know, I'll be okay because I was in the right. But you ended up killing this person who may have just, you know, been missed, missed the light. Um, and so like, I was like, you got to be careful with, you know, the people that you have around you too, because you want to make sure that you're doing things, you know, with a good heart and not trying to be, you know, mean about things. Um, and then the other example with Moses, and I felt so bad. I was like, Moses, why? Why did you do this? So like, you know, the Lord was like, Moses, talk to or speak to the stone. And what did Moses do? He struck that stone twice. I'm just like, oh, Lord. And so with that, you know, it shows that Moses had power and not the Holy Spirit, right? Or the Father. And so it's just like you have to listen. You have to obey because you're going to mess up some things. When you're journeying bad, you have to be careful with everything. Or if you want, if you're journeying, if you're going through the wilderness, you just have to, you know, take things slow and listen and not move on your own accord. Lean not into your own understanding, y'all. Oh, oh my gosh. And so you guys have to read it because there's so many other, you know, examples um, and things that made the Israelites journey bad. Um, but I am like, okay, I want to journey well. I want to make sure that I am prepared for the next phase. And I want to make sure that I'm in the position to even enter the next phase because the people, the they didn't make it to the promised land they died right so they had a they died in the wilderness they had to live in the wilderness there were two people that made it to the promised land and i'm just like huh of that generation i'm just like okay all right you gotta be careful <laughs> um so here are some ways where we can journey well um so number one you are in constant communion with him like you are constantly communicating, you're talking, you're asking, you're involving God in every aspect of your life. It could be as simple as, what should I eat today, Father God? Because he may point you into the right direction to help you with your health, right? Uh, so just involving him. God wants to be a part of your life. Um, the next one is surrendering your life to him and allowing him to guide your footsteps. So, you know, I have to surrender daily to the Heavenly Father. I'm just like, okay, God, what should I do? My life is in your hands. Tell me where I should go, who I should see, what I should do. And, you know, God will direct your path. And I'm just like, because I want to make sure that I am learning what I need to learn. I am getting all, I'm, I'm being equipped with, with what I need for the next level, the next destination. Um, and so when you surrender daily, daily, throughout the day, because sometimes I'd be forgetting that like six o'clock PM and I'm like, ooh, I wanna go here. And God's like, no, do not go there. We don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> um, so just, you know, surrendering. The third thing is revering God in all that you do. So showing honor, you know, respecting him, fearing him, knowing that he is God almighty. He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you know, your savior. And he doesn't have to bless you anymore because he has been such a blessing with you being here on this earth right now, having the opportunity 
but just knowing that God is God and we, you know, fear him, respect him um, because of that. A lot of the Israelites did not do that. There was a time when, you know, they were like, let's pick somebody else to lead us. We're not going to do this. And, you know, I, I know that they, um, there was something else I cannot quite remember. But I was like, y'all are tripping. Y'all are tripping. Um, and so they're also, you know, and I think chapter between chapters 23 and 26, where they're now, you know, uh, being um, uh, persuaded to or tempted to serve Baal and, you know, have idols. And God was like, Lord, did we not just talk about this? And so just knowing that God is God and there are no other gods that come before him. There's no any gods that can compare, you know, and just knowing that, y'all. And then the next thing is looking to him and believing in him. So you do not perish, but have everlasting life. So many people will look to other people. They will look to mediums. They'll look to you know, their best friend, or, you know, they'll look to drinking or, you know, doing drugs or whatever, because they're just like, you know what, this is for the birds. And I want to do something else, right? So knowing that God is your God, and we need to look to him for everything. He may put people in your life to talk to, right? He may provide whatever you need through worldly things right so like god uses people and so this reminds me of like going to the doctor god made these people and put a brain in them and you know the 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 capacity to heal so like don't despise you know you know what god has he uses people to help you so, but you look to God first, and so then he will put whatever needs to happen in your life next. Um, yes. So, if you head over to the blog, there is a devotional principle that has reflection questions, um, and also some cute icons if you are into, you know, crafting or Bible journaling, and it's free. So make sure you head over to shesitsathisfeet.com and grab that. Uh, but let me know what your thoughts are about journeying. Well, are you in the wilderness right now or are you, you know, good right now? So, but like, what would you say to someone who is entering the wilderness and how to go through it? What are your, what are your suggestions? What advice would you give to them? It's time for the verse of the day. 